Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. <sighs> At this point, I feel like I need 27 cups of coffee. Today is Thursday, September 22nd, 2022. It's the autumn equinox. Cheers. Ah, love the autumn equinox. First day of autumn and uh, autumn is such a glorious season here. So um, what have I been up to? I have been working on this revision. Um, so so there's like good news, bad news. Good news is is I technically finished my revision as in I made it all the way through the final page yesterday. I um, the, my SIFWA people bless them bless my uh, vice president John Murphy CFO Aaron Murphy uh, executive director Kate Baker and deputy executive director Tara LeMay they just like excused me from stuff this week and John and Aaron handled something yesterday because they all knew that I was buried under this revision and I am just really so grateful for them all. <clears throat> uh, I think even though I I make noises about being good at delegating I sometimes forget that I don't have to do everything myself and so this is um, yeah great to have them do that. Uh, so I've just been you know, like working nonstop on this revision. Um, the caveat to the fact that I made it through the final page and I did end up adding a scene near the end that I felt like needed to be added. I think that I probably need to tweak again because here's what I have discovered um, when I decided to have multiple POVs multiple meaning more than two. So what I did on this book this time for those of you who have not been following along avidly with the blow by blow is with Shadow Wizard I have my two main characters uh, Jadron and Sally and the bulk of the book is told in their two POVs. Um, I think you know because you all know I love my spreadsheets I keep track of the proportions um, word count in each POV um, and it's worked out to Sally has 44% and Jadron has 42%. The other oh excuse me <laughs> the other percentages are Nick and Gabriel because for the first time I decided to have more than two POVs. This is a big, big step for me big step. I know it probably doesn't sound like it but it was and uh, I was happy with Corrine's read that she thought that that worked and that they were good to have them in there. I know lots of writers do this. I hadn't done it before and it worked fine except one thing that I discovered is and this is going to be a long explanation the way my revision process works 
So, so let's back up to that um, because an uh, aspiring author friend asked me the other day about my, vi- my revision process, like what the proportion it is to drafting. And the short answer is, is that my revision process is much, much shorter than the drafting process. Uh, I think, and I had to pull out these numbers for him, but the uh, drafting of Shadow Wizard took me 62 working days. I think it was a span of like 94 days. And the revision is, well, now it's going to be six days, six working days, because I've got to work on it today. Um, I've put in five days on it. This is because, um, angry honking. Uh, this is because I write pretty clean drafts. Now, this has not always been the case. I have not always, uh, written uh, in this way. And I, um, yeah, I, in the beginning, it took me much, much longer to revise. But, at this point, yeah, I can generally do, it's like a solid week, um, you know, space for weekend, what have you. Because what happens with my revision is I, I usually don't change tons. And in this case, I did not change tons on this book. I ended up, I keep a file with my, what I cut my drafting outtakes and my um, cut file is like 1500 words. I added um, like three or four thousand, something like that. But on revision, that's my opportunity to go from the beginning and read all the way through it and layer, weave, smooth, check continuity, all of that sort of thing. Um, you know, other people, their revision process can be much more, much more um, like major surgery. For me, it's it's pretty much cosmetic. However, what I discovered with having the two new POVs is my revision process did not work for those because they're happening at a different place in time, different people. And my whole thing of, and I was trying to explain this uh, to my writer friend, that what I try to do is, um, and, it, and it sounds so weird. So I was checking, I should have checked it before, uh, but there's this quote that's attributed to Albert Einstein, who knows if he actually said it, but how do I work? I grope. <laughs> and I, that's been coming to my mind and trying to explain how I do this revision. I don't feel like I'm groping, but I feel like it's, um, uh, it's almost, it's hard for me to put it in analytical terms. What I do is I, I try to hold the whole story in my head, uh, which is how I used to write short. It used to be fairly easy for me when I would write a short story or an essay, I could hold the whole thing in my head and get it down and, and into its correct shape. Um, 
with novels, I had to give that up because it wasn't possible for me to hold the whole thread of the novel in my head working on it incrementally, which is pretty much how you have to write a novel unless you are on cocaine and writing interview with a vampire over the course of a long weekend, not throwing stones. Actually, I don't know that she was on cocaine, but I'm guessing there. That is how she wrote interview with a vampire. Anyway, uh, so when I revise, that's when I hold the whole story in my head, which is one of the reasons, one of two major reasons why I think it's mentally exhausting for me. Uh, I start from the beginning and I go through and I build the whole thing up in my head and it feels like a big globe and, and that way I can like, I don't know, tuck in all of the threads and smooth it out. The thing about those other two POVs is they did not fit inside the globe. So what I have is the globe of the main story. <laughs> we have a flock of bush tits coming through. They're these tiny little birds and they make such happy, happy noises. And they kind of come in like a, f well, like a flight of birds. <laughs> I, I am out of metaphors. Um, and, and now they're gone. They come in and they go, they land and they get stuff and then they leave. So what I have is it's turned out is the globe of the main part of the story. And now I need another globe for those, for Nick and Gabriel's POVs. So what I have to do is go back and read through just their POVs to the end, which I'm guessing it's only, well, one's like 7%, one's 8%. Um, so was that 15% of, I think I'm at 350 pages. Is that right? Maybe. <laughs> so, um, you guys are probably doing, oh, you all are probably doing the math faster than I am, but let's see, 35 plus 7, 52 pages, 55 pages, something like that. Actually, a little bit more than that because I need to also read um, where they overlap with Jadron and Sally, which is not much, but there. So I still have to get through like, I don't know, maybe 70 pages of revision today. I'm hoping it'll go fast. I'm hoping that I've already gone through some of it before I decided that it wasn't being productive and I need to skip it. So I'll do that. And then I need to do my out loud proofing, which is probably going to take me. I should just open up this file so I could see what these numbers are. All right. It's 334 pages. So close enough for government work. It's going to take me about 11 hours to do the out loud proofing. So, I mean, I do have all day tomorrow. So if I can get through those pages today, get a start on the out loud proofing, 
Um, my, the trick with the out loud proofing is to spare my voice. I have to remember that I don't need to project. <laughs> uh, I'm not reading for anybody else. Uh, so I always have to remind myself just to take it down and read very quietly because all that matters is that I go through and speak every word and that's where I catch the errors. My, um, if I have to, I'll work on Saturday. I want to send it for formatting by tomorrow night, but my drop dead is by Saturday evening. So this doesn't sound too terrible, does it? This sounds doable. I can do this. Yeah. The other piece of why I find revision mentally exhausting is that I push myself a lot more on it because I can when I am drafting, um, I can only push myself so far before I come up empty and I, you know, I can only write so many words a day before, you know, like the fuel runs out, the water, the well is dry and I sputter to a stop with revision. That doesn't happen. I get mentally exhausted and I can tell I'm being, I have less acuity than I did, but I can take a short rest and go back at it. Um, I'm not done for the day like I would be with drafting. Um, and I mean, is it fortunately or not fortunately or unfortunately, that means that I can do like I've been doing the last few days, um, you know, that I do like five or six, one hour writing sessions instead of three. And that does take its toll. But it's fortunately in that it's enabling me to get this book done on time. So, and then I can rest afterwards, right? Still want to start on secret movie project next week. Looking forward to that. Uh, so overall, I mean, I must feel pretty good if I'm, you know, feeling perky enough to contemplate writing that there's been times when I've, you know, like contemplated turning to the next project where I, I feel that just empty tank sense of dread. So, so there's my update, my thoughts on revision. I feel like I do not have helpful advice on how to revise, but you know, it's one of those own your process things, right? Find out what your process is and own it. Uh, it does put, make me think of something I heard Susan Elizabeth Phillips say about her revision process is that she makes a pass for different aspects of the book. So she makes a revision pass for each POV and she does multiple POVs. So now I understand. Um, now I understand scrambled eggs. Uh, that's an epiphany joke. For those of you who don't know my favorite epiphany joke. <laughs> and um, <laughs> no context for you. And she'll do a pass for like, I don't know, like for plot and for character arc and all of this. Um, if I was making millions off of each book, I would probably do longer revision passes too. But would I be making millions on each book if I did this? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I do think you hit a point of vanishing returns. Um, you know, something that newer authors ask all the time is how do you know when you're done? How do you know when to stop? Because you can tweak a book forever. Um, 
you know, and, and I always think of the, you know, the graph, the, the asymptote, where it approaches zero or approaches affinity, but never quite reaches it. Um, yeah, you know, there, there comes a point at which you are so close to not making any viable changes that you may as well not. And like I said, I do think it changes over time that the more books you write, the more you know that you, um, you know, that you're not going to make a difference at this point. At some point you have to stop going over your answers and just turn the test in, right? In other news, uh, this guy DM'd me on Twitter that I uh, foolishly followed back apparently because uh, only people I follow can DM me <laughs> and I DM'd him and he uh, or no he DM'd me sorry I started thinking about something else I was thinking about is that true because I know that there are people who try to DM me that I'm sure I don't follow but anyway doesn't matter this guy DMs me very very long DM and I'm sure it was either he has a bot set up for it or he's copy pasting but he sends me this long thing first of all it's about his book which he asks me to review and offers to send me a free copy if I'll review it and then says um, all that we ask is that you support the author and the whole thing is written as we we think you might be interested in this book and all we ask is that you support the author by engaging on social media and talking up the book and I was like excuse me <laughs> what excuse me so I did check around with a couple people asking if they knew this person because I thought well if he's a connection I didn't know who he was if he's a connection I don't want to necessarily smack him down but nobody knew who he was so I felt uh, smack permitted so all I did was replied and said no I am not a book reviewer which reader I am not a book reviewer you know this I know this anybody who bothers to look at anything to do with me knows this I get a reply it's probably an auto responder of some sort uh, <laughs> I should read it to you Okay, I'm going to read you a little bit of this. So it says, um, please have a look at book one on Amazon. And then it says, we are happy to send you an ebook in PDF, Mobi, or EPUB format. All we ask is that you support the author by posting a brief review on Instagram, Amazon, Goodreads, or your blog. And that was regards team, this series name, right? Um, who is one guy, right? You know, if you self-publish, just own the self-publishing. Don't try to make yourself sound like you are part of some team, some publishing team, right? You know, I mean, come on. It's not like we can't figure it out. So then the reply is, hey, thanks for taking a peek at it. We wish you the very best with your projects. Have a smooth day. Um, reader, I did not take a peek at it. I said I'm not a book reviewer. Anyway, these are the perils of, of well, 
not knowing what you're doing. I, I, one of my friends who I asked, who I thought might know this person, um, and she did not. She, and I pasted her what he had sent me and she said amateur. And that's exactly what it is. It was an amateur move. Um, don't randomly DM people, A, <laughs> to be, review your book. It, I don't know. There's, there's so much here. I don't know if I can even unpack it all, but, um, don't do this really, you know, just, I, I can't, yeah, I can't even on that note, I'm going to go get after this revision. Um, at least it's coming along pretty well. So you all must be lighting your candles for me. Thank you. And I will, uh, talk to you all tomorrow. You take care. Bye-bye.